I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. Do you stand for evil? And I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have The Beckoning Path. Wait. The Beckoning Path? Wait, what? <laughs> it's the Beckoning Pathway. It, are, you, are you? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Off to a great start. I here's an eraser to redo all of your notes. No, no, no fortunately, none of my notes have anything to do with that title because okay. I just, I just, I guess, I apparently just short formed it to the beckoning path, not the beckoning pathway. <laughs> I mean, path pathway. It's basically the fucking same thing. Wow, let's know the curse is real early. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. Let's let's dive into this one. So, yeah, the beckoning pathway. Uh, is by uh, Shinigami Eyes on Creepost.wiki, so you can check it out there. Um, and we'll we'll just go into our uh, our initial like recommendation stuff uh, before we jump into the spoilery stuff. So um, I'm going to give this one a very low partial recommendation, bordering on not recommending it at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's my recommendation initially. So Mikey, the stands for evil. I am not going to recommend this. Okay. And Gamer? Uh, my initial recommendation is like a maybe? Like right around the middle? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, so so do with that as you will if you don't want to get spoiled by the story. Um, you can check it out on creepos.wiki like I just said. But we're going to dive into the rundown and all our spoilerific stuff. So... Um, so Nair, because we never get a name to this woman, mm-hmm. uh, finally decides this time, though. we do get gender. Yeah. About a pair about, I think about two paragraphs in, um, yeah. uh, Nair finally decides to check out this out of the way trail in the forest. She often hikes through seemingly calling to her, um, after months of preparation and like, because it's a very long trek out into the woods to even get to that trail. And then like, it's that trail itself seems like it's going to be a, a bit of a, a slog to get through. So she had to like physically make herself um, like prepared for this. Um, she ultimately regrets this <laughs> decision to go down this pathway um, after she discovers um, it, this, this, these strange carvings in the trees, like, Kind of showing the 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 progress of of human evolution, except ex, uh, except not getting to the part of like humans, just like the step before humans, um, and the forest itself gets extremely dark as the the canopy is just choking the light out of the daytime um, beneath it. So like there's it's it's super dark. Fortunately, she has a, a flashlight, but she goes through and continues on, and. She eventually finds a uh, a campfire uh, up ahead, but as she goes to investigate, uh, she discovers that there is a group of Sasquatch-like simian creatures um, around the campfire, uh, or should I say cooking fire, as they appear to be cooking the corpse of a beheaded human over the, over the fire. Um, she rightly flees at that point, <laughs> And one of the creatures gives chase. However, 
um, Nair manages to make it back to her car out of the woods after, I guess, a, per- a long period of running through um, some hard terrain and forest. We never really get details on that. It just happens. Um, and uh, the creature does break the tree line and like se- like seems to be like challenging her, but then gets freaked out by the, the, the sounds of her car uh, starting up and rushes back into the woods. And Nair drives home. Um, she then recalls how this species, like the Bigfoot, um, has been sighted for years, uh, and has been thought to be peaceful. However, people do still go missing in the woods. So there, she's kind of correlating that like some, like maybe they aren't all so friendly, uh, as, as the stories kind of go. Um, and there's others like such thoughts that she's processing as she processes the, uh, the whole encounter itself. Um. Regardless, uh, she'll never return to that pathway again. <laughs> uh, Finn. So, I suppose now it's time for... Everyone tolerates the Grand Inquisitions! At this point. Um, so, I'm going to start with this one here. Um, I'd be down many of them. And some had gorgeous views, and others were nothing more than spots that some nature-loving couples used for obvious sexual activity, judging by the discarded condom wrappers and occasional lost piece of clothing. So not going to lie, the only, one of the reasons I wanted to read that is because I just wanted to read that line. <laughs> um, okay. However, the, the actual grammar inquisition I had for this... Um, was um I think it actually should be activities, not activity. <laughs> like used for obvious sexual activities. Oh, that's your problem? That that was my problem, yeah. Uh, what did you have what do you got, Egon? <laughs> uh hang on, where is mine? Oh it's run on? <laughs> it is it is rather run on, yes. Well it's yeah, it's that. that. But I didn't even think of that part, so that's another aspect of it. Mm-hmm. First word, shouldn't it be I've been down many of them instead of I'd been down many of them? Oh, you're right. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> wow. wow. Triple teaming this one. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Three-way high five. Uh, yeah. Hopefully did that. Mm-hmm. Just across the internet, all yeah, three yeah. of our hands just went through our, our monitors and, and high-fived. Yeah. How? Yes. Don't ask. <laughs> Roll sand. <laughs> Okay, so, wow, yeah. Off to a great start mm-hmm. <laughs> on this one. Uh, next thing here. Um, I turned off my flashlight following the dim light. I decided to look into this further, walking as quietly as I could until the fire came into sight. So, the second part here, which is the start of a new paragraph, seemed a little bit redundant to me. Um, like. Yeah, we get it. You're you're pressing forward. You you can cut out the the part of like focus. Uh, you can cut that part out and just focus on the stealth approach. Like she she turned off her flashlight to follow the the dim light, and then she basically just repeated the same thing, where she decided to pursue this further, walking as quietly as she could to the fire um, that came in sight. Like, but if you didn't say that. 
then she would turn off the flashlight and stand there and do nothing. No, no. What what I'm saying saying is like, um, get rid of the. I decided to look into this further part and just say like, I turned off my flashlight, following the dim light, walking as quietly as I could until the fire came into sight. Blah 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 yeah. blah, and then have a little bit more extra at the end there. But like, yeah, yeah. That also, first bit. To be honest, just a little bit. To be honest Sorry, that yeah. paragraph should start with I turned off my flashlight, following the dim light. Yeah, you're right. Like that that should be the start of the paragraph. Is that's part of like your stealth attack here, your stealth run. Stealth yeah, your stealth um, mission. <laughs> recon mission here. So yeah. yeah. Keep all the recon mission together. Yeah, exactly. Uh and then another kind of example of that like redundancy thing. Um they seem to communicate in grunts and guttural vocalizations, but it wasn't so much their presence that frightened me. It was the meat they were preparing. A sharpened stick was driven through what had obviously once been two human legs, arms, and a torso. The head appeared to be missing. The grunts suggested they were communicating, but I found myself stumbling back in terror. So and... the redundancy I'm kind of seeing in this is like, so like she start, starts off with like, they seem to be communicating or seem to communicate with grunts and guttural vocalization. Then we get this horror of like what they're actually cooking on the fire and stuff. And then it goes back to the grunts suggest they were communicating. <laughs> yeah. Like what else would they be? Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, as soon as you said the grunts suggested they communicating, I imagined that Nair was like sneaking up on this. And then there's like, Two like purple halo grunts next to her, being like, "This communicating." <laughs> God damn it! Okay, yeah. Uh... <laughs> Ward here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Really, this is actually the the Halo universe. The, like, she's next to some grunts. She's like, a, she's a marine, and she just stumbled upon some brutes. It's pretty accurate, actually. Uh, yeah, that, like one hundred percent. That's actually really plausible. Yeah, you could just put a skin over this, and oh, bam, it's in the Halo universe. Yeah, it turns out this is actually a, a Halo creepypasta. Yeah. Um, see, that would make it better, <laughs> like so much better. Would it? I, I, I think it would. Maybe because, like, how many Halo creepypastas are, are out there, right? Uh, we can we check can in up, next week. <laughs> yeah, tune in one. next time, or in the near future when I when I decide to drag these people through uh, through a Halo creepypasta. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a shitty video game creepypasta. Let's not rely. <laughs> it's not gonna be like a. Uh, uh, it's not gonna be a piece of uh, uh, like a like a masterpiece. I imagine. Not many video game ones are. Yeah, I've been hurt too many times. <laughs> Fine. Um. But honestly, that's the end of my grammar inquisition. Um, so, Mikey, these stands for evil. All right. Well, uh, I have a conjunction junction. Ah, uh, yes, of course. And next stop, conjunction junction. Doot, doot. But this place had to be different. At least I hope so. It was a long hike to get there, and it took me long enough to build the stamina to travel so far. But enough about that. Let's get back to the path. It was time to explore. It seemed as though nature would overtake the bare dirt once again. Soon. It wasn't cold at all, though. It was at least 70 degrees Fahrenheit outside. So why did I feel so cold? But 
That chill returned as I forced a light-hearted chuckle. It seemed human, or at least stimian. It passed behind a tree, and I saw no other sign of it. It appeared someone had made a fire nearby. It was a rather small fire, but what I saw frightened me. It was the meat they were preparing. It was in pursuit of me, but fortunately, I seemed to be a step ahead. It was a quiet drive back home. Then. <laughs> wow. You somehow made this even more succinct. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Then, yeah, then the, I think this, this, the story clocks in at like two and a half pages, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe four. And you just, yeah, wow. You just made that even more succinct. You made it down to like one page. <laughs> Also, I I did have to check um, because I I, I forgot to check like what the Fahrenheit to Celsius was. So for our fellow Canadians, the Celsius for 70 degrees Fahrenheit is roughly 22 degrees Celsius. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I figured a mirror on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I liked how um, they forced a lighthearted chuckle and then it seemed human, or at least simiered, like they're questioning. <laughs> hmm, oh, novel. <laughs> two legs, two arms, a head. <laughs> well, on that one, anyway. <laughs> and then uh, the, there was meat being prepared on the fire, which suddenly pursued them. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. <laughs> the corpse, it's, come, it's, it's seeking revenge. I actually think there's a a friggin' uh, D there's a D twenty modern uh, monster or something in the urban maybe in, even in urban arcana that is basically like a like um like a rev like a fire revenant like it's a person who's just like perpetually on fire I think they're called the charred ones or something so and I'm, I'm half tempted to pull up my I, I was like I'm half tempted to pull out my uh, my D twenty modern book from my shelf to check oh, okay. <laughs> hang on let's see if I can find that quickly the creature I was thinking of was the Charred Ones from the D20 Modern Menace Manual, which I do not possess. All right, that was a good waste of time. Move on. Cool. So yeah, those. Yeah, the, yeah. let's continue. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh, so let's end up my camera position. Okay. Oh, and also the reason why Mikey does this is because there's always better words to put at the beginning of sentences, like... Rather than its ends or butts. Yes. Um. So, uh, sorry not to take your your uh, your thunder there, gamer. That's fine. I honestly forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, gamer, actually, you're up for your grammar inquisition. The trees were gigantic. They seemed to be nearly ancient. I knew some had to be hundreds of years old. So, to me, um. Nearly, <laughs> nearly ancient kind of seems weird, honestly. Because yeah. it's like, I'm not looking for a specific date of the age of the tree. Like, either they're huge and ancient trees or they're not. Like, they're nearly ancient. Like, it's not using ancient in its literal definition, as in it's belonging to a very distant past and no longer is in existence because they're there. Unless she's some. Um, 
aficionado with trees and knows that these aren't like um a species that is um like still that is um around in the world right now like she's in some weird parallel dimension all of a sudden then okay yeah yeah that that, that could be it yeah it could be Mm -hmm. but it's probably not um (laughs) i mean in in, there are there are some bigfoot legends that uh, that say that they are like they they jaunt between our reality and another like Mm -hmm. so it it is very possible that yeah if that's the case great then tell me how exactly these are trees (laughs) like you you like plants and trees and all that and you've never seen anything like this before like yeah the trees in this area this does not make sense like that's great she's yeah she's also an avid hiker so she would know like oh man these are definitely not the trees i'm looking for (laughs) or these are these are not the trees i'm used to Mm -hmm. if that's the case say it because it's not said Mm -hmm. i'm assuming it's taking taking it in the informal sense where it's just it's using ancient as description of them being old yes which is fine but then they're just seem to be ancient not nearly ancient yeah they're not almost old. Anyways, moving on. It seemed as though nature would overtake the bare dirt once again, soon. So, I find that the the comma there is in a weird place. Because, like, you uh-huh. have to stop the flow of the sentence just to say soon at the end. Yeah. Where, like, a rewrite of it would be... um seemed as though nature would soon overtake the bare dirt once again. And there's no comma at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, I'm with you. Um like obviously they're they're trying to use that soon, like that comma soon as like for some for some kind of like emphasis like like nature would would overtake the the bare dirt once again soon. <laughs> like that kind of emphasis, but like Why? I'm on I'm on your side in this. Like I understand what they're trying to do here, but I'm on your side for that. It's like it doesn't really need to be there. <laughs> she's in some weird parallel dimension, which we've proved she is. And yes. the vegetation is like growing way quicker than normal <laughs> to the point that you can see it growing. Then okay, put some emphasis on how soon it's gonna cover everything because you could watch it grow. Yeah. But realistically that's I don't think that's what's ha- actually well, no, happening. I I actually don't think that's how she's like she's trying to get at in her, not not like the dimensional stuff, but I mean like that it's like going really quickly. I think it's more like she's like uh like I've had this thing where I've I've been walking down some trails that I know are eventually going or like I've been like uh we have a road that was uh was built um years ago and then like abandoned and like nature overtook it. But I knew like I, I've commented a couple of times to myself and even like to some friends, like when we were walking down that abandoned road, it's like, yeah, somebody's eventually gonna come here. She's using the soon to emphasize an inevitability. But yeah, like, again, I'm agreeing with you guys, but I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate on this one, where it's just like, the reason why she added that was because she's just commentating on how nature of, uh, eventually takes over everything that's been left to, left to, uh, to sit. Yeah, but my correction says the same thing. <laughs> oh, I know. And <laughs> I'm with you. I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm just trying to, I guess... I'm not trying to actually fight you. I'm just trying to like get across what what the author probably meant when she when they added that soon. <laughs> but I will stop. <laughs> okay, so personally, I feel like it would be ellipsed out if it was meant to be emphasis and not just like tacked on. You know? Yeah, that would also be a better way to do it. And regardless, 
I, I just don't like how it's just comma and then one word at the end. There needs to be more words after a comma, in my opinion. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll move on from this. It wasn't cold at all, though. It was at least 70 degrees Fahrenheit outside. So why did I feel so cold? Um, with this, I don't really... I felt it would be better with it being arranged a little bit better. Partially to clear the um, the double it there. Because it's it wasn't cold at all, though, period. It was at least 70 degrees. So partially clear the it's, and partially just because I didn't like the organization of it. So rewrite would be... Yep. With it being at least 70 degrees Fahrenheit outside, it wasn't cold at all. So why did I feel so cold? Yeah. And I ellipsed in between the all and so why. Fancy. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, the reason I... The main reason I flipped it around is because it starts by saying it wasn't cold, and then it says that... De- Basically, organizing this way, in my opinion, by stating mm-hmm. the temperature, and then... Um, putting emphasis on the fact that it's not cold, but it is. It feels cold. It just it gives it better. This whole sentence a better hit, in my opinion. Fair enough. Next one. The terrain began to grow a little more difficult to climb, but I had to know. Is climb the right word? Because there was no mention um, of Nair taking <clears throat> this path up a hill or not. It is a trail, so I'm sure there's some random hills in all that. But without saying that the trail was getting hilly or anything, it just kind of feels out of place. Yeah, like for me, I just implanted that, okay, she's going up a hill because she's using the descriptor climb. Because um, that's sometimes when you're hiking and stuff like that, yeah, you it's like, okay, we gotta, we gotta get up this next climb. Like basically going up even like a, 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 sl- a slight, or not a slight incline, but even going up an incline. That's not like where you actually have to use your hands and leg, like hands and feet to like climb up something. Like you, I would consider hiking up a hill, a climb, it because is. you're ascending. I agree. Um, but yeah. there's no mention of any... The, the trail isn't really described very well, considering this yeah. entire story is about <laughs> her fascination with the trail. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, if it's meant to be hilly, say it's hilly. Otherwise, change it to navigate. A little more difficult to navigate. Yeah. That would also work. I think, honestly, you're, you're, you're hammering home what I also like feel in the story is like, we need more description <laughs> of the terrain, <laughs> of the setting. Like, yeah, you can't, like, I feel like when you, a, a lot of people, when they when they do stuff in, like, a forest, like, oh, it's a forest. Just have the audience, the reader imagine a forest, like, their own forest. Like, no, you should still, like, lay down, like, a, a sense of geography <laughs> other than I'm walking down a trail in a dense forest. Like, there needs to be more details. There was a bit because it described the like overhang of all the trees and not much light was getting through. And the further that she went in, the less light was getting through. Yeah. But that's, that's lighting. We still need to know what the terrain is like. Like we get very scant details on what, like how the terrain is aside from like, she has to climb, like do a, cl- make a climb up, up a hill or doesn't even say up a hill, no, just make a climb through, down. Yeah. Through, through the trail, uh, through the trail. So yeah, like that, that's what my point is like, we get this description of the lighting and atmosphere on like from above, but we have nothing. We have no context to what's below. Yeah. <laughs> but I shall move on. Okay. One thing began to confuse me though. Another source of light was nearby. There was a dull yellow glow to it. It appeared someone had made a fire nearby. 
So for me, I feel like you should combine like-minded sentences, specifically the description of the light source and the color of it and how dull it is. So it would be, one thing began to confuse me, though. Another source of light was nearby, one with a dull yellow glow to it, period. It appeared yeah. someone had made a fire nearby. So instead of just making a whole bunch of tiny sentences or... Yeah, how much did I change there? But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I removed the there was a glow, there was a dull yellow glow and changed that to one with a dull, dull glow, combined it to the previous, another source of light was nearby. Yeah. Because that could be another light source that she's suddenly seeing. Yeah. And my last one, my flight reflex was taking over. I could fight my instincts as much as I wanted to earlier. Oh, wait. No, it's a comma. Earlier. But this time, I'd let them take control. The flow of the sentence kind of makes it sound like she could fight her instincts at first, right now, but then she doesn't. Meanwhile, it's meant to show that there's no chance she can fight this now. And yeah. Personally, like she was, she, yeah. I could. I feel like this can be fixed by moving a single word around and removing one extra comma because there's a lot of commas in this. Three in one sentence is a bit much. Mm-hmm. So the quick uh, fix is my flight reflex was taking over, period. Earlier, comma, I could fight my instincts as much as I wanted to, but this time I'd let them take control. So it's not yep. saying like, because yeah, it says I could fight my instincts earlier. But if you say earlier, I could do this. It kind of it it puts the um the thought in the the time frame it needs to be immediately. So there's no yeah. confusion. Mm-hmm. Not that I was confused when I finished reading it. It's just it reads better in my opinion. Fair enough. And that is the end of my grammar in yellow. Okay. Honestly, I'm glad you put you brought those up because like I was you were picking away at it way more than I was. <laughs> like I sort of like I read through the story and I was like, I, I was like I did I have a gra- I had a grammar inquisition, but I was like a lot of mine were sort of like scant and I was like, I'm sure there's more of here, but I just did not care to to go to go through it <laughs> as I was reading. Like I was kinda getting annoyed through the story as I kept going. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you I'm glad you guys picked up the pace on that. <laughs> um Moving on to actual thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, start with this comment here, or this quote here. Uh, Though I was very tempted, I knew that I, <clears throat> I knew that if I explored it, then I would be too exhausted to walk back out and get into my car to drive home. That is until now. I was ready this time. The beckoning path seemed to lead me into nothing but pure darkness. But I knew there had to be more than that. They were, <clears throat> there were probably all kinds of beautiful things waiting in that thick foliage, just waiting to be discovered. My curiosity always got the best of me. It was time to explore. So, I, even though like we like we get like that she like her curiosity often gets the best of her, and she's just imagining like what was beyond this foliage and some of that and. The, the 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 pathway seemed to be beckoning to her and stuff. Why is this trail beckoning her to, to hike it? Like, it it could just be like her simple curiosity and her love for nature that she like wanted to explore this this untreaded path. 
but I kept coming to like having like come up with my own idea as to like why exactly she was so compelled to go down this path and like why she spent months exercising and like getting fit like enough to like go down that path. So an idea that came to mind was that perhaps the big feet or the, the simian creatures deeper down the, that trail psychically lure victims down that trail as a, as a means of like uh, getting food. Um, like, and the reason why it took Nair forever, like months to, to eventually like go down that trail, um, like, and, or didn't heed the call, the initial call or heed the initial lure uh, was because she just happens to be much more stronger willed um, at such attacks to her mind than say that poor guy that, or that poor person that's uh, on the, that was on the cooking fire. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, mm-hmm. or she had too much fat ratio. So she had to oh, lean wow. up a so, bit. So, the, so the so the big feet are even like are basically like so she it wasn't even that she was like stronger willed. No, she's been manipulated for months to basically so the, uh, like they they were they were prepping her their food <laughs> psychically. Mm-hmm. That is way more sinister, <laughs> a little bit, and conniving. I love it. because um, I was also going to just the mundane of just you walk the same path like every day or whatever, exploring the trails. And there's always one you never go down because it looks shitty. You're always going to think what it is, like what's there. Hell, when I go for a walk, there's this huge ass hill up the hill from you, actually cultist where every time we walk past it, my dad's like, I want to climb that hill one day, but he says it every time. (laughs) Like he just wants to walk up that hill and see it. I'd say just do it guys. (laughs) Like, uh, like, just do it make your dreams come true do it um yeah obviously the yeah obviously that is a a valid reason like just curiosity and stuff but i i I just because of the way the story was like the way she was like prepping for it and like the there's not a whole lot of details otherwise about like other otherwise to it it had my mind just kind of continuing to go and so like building off of the the whole the end part with like the Bigfoot monsters. I just had like this idea, like what if they're just psychic monsters and they're just luring prey in down this trail? Like, um, and then it even got me thinking, it's like, maybe it's not even a concerted effort on their part. It's just, it's just a passive ability. They have like, like sort of like a pitcher plant where like they just have, like they just have this like kind of instinctual, like psychic field around them. Um, or when they gather into in, in, in small groups, like they were in around that campfire where it just creates like an area of effect that like pulls pulls victims in mm-hmm. like a pitcher plant. Um, also, another avenue I kind of like as I was reading the story, I was like, again, I continued to think it's like, what, like what other ways could like somebody like just happen to want to go down a trail like after like day after weeks of uh, prep and stuff like that. And it kind of got me thinking about some of the the rando nodding experiences I've I've heard online and like the things that I've done for rando like uh, on rando nodding. Uh, I brought it up before on the sh- on the ep- on the show. Uh, Randonaut is a an app that uh, generates a uh, a series of coordinates in your area that you can walk to or drive to um, to find some sort of intent. Like you're supposed to think on an intent or like a goal that, or, or something you want to find at the end of the at the end of the coordinates, and then you hit the button to randomly generate the coordinates, and it's supposed to like subliminally or like psychically match up and like a lot of people do end up finding what they were intending at the end of their coordinates 
there's also a lot of there's also a lot of uh, yeah it's obviously just coincidence and stuff like that i'm not actually saying it's it's like it's like it's like magic but a lot of people end up finding like like coincidentally like stuff that they they intended to find there's also a shit ton of stories uh, out there in real life of people going going rando nodding and finding horrifying shit or even just weird out of context shit like um there was one story where they uh, uh some people were were going through through a forest and um they ended up finding uh, an abandoned car in the middle of the woods like and it had been like decades old like rusted and stuff of like that and as they got closer they, they they have footage of this on youtube and as they got closer um they started hearing a baby, like like a baby doll, like sound effects or or like crying or something like that from within the car, and that's when they promptly like noped out of there. <laughs> that's decades. Like, There's a baby living yeah. in there for decades. No, not not a baby, like a, like a baby doll, like you know one of those like like Cabbage Patch Kids that like have a sound effects and stuff, or have like little like sound uh, playing and stuff like that. It has batteries that last twenty years. Or somebody laid a trap for for an unsuspecting hiker uh. <laughs> in this, like. That's that's more or less like kind of what the what the the going theory was for that one, yeah. or like uh, one one group they their intent was um, like uh, surprise, um, and they went down to a beach uh, on the on the west coast, uh, like like out near it's uh, it, this was set out near like somewhere in California, and they went down like they followed the coordinates to like a pier uh, near a beach, and they found a briefcase. Well, the briefcase had weird stains on it and smelled awful, and so they decided to call the cops. And what the cops found in the uh, in the briefcase was was human body parts. <laughs> oh, well, that's a surprise. And they were and and the briefcase was on the coordinates for the rando nodding. <laughs> so, the, and there's countless stories like that online um, of of people rando nodding and finding weird shit. On top of all the stuff that they find that is like just interesting or like nice kind of things so again this story kind of had me just had my mind wandering through a trail of of like of of just ideas uh, while i was reading the story (laughs) so this whole random nodding thing is making me think that the creator of random nodding is a murderer and (laughs) they cover they they always put their victims at the locations that they program into the oh app God. to send people to find their kills. There, I what, my theory, my now my working theory now, now that you've proposed that is that it's actually a network of serial killers across across America yeah. or across the country across the world who put in their their victim like either their traps or their their victim um, uh, locations in coordinates, and then the, there's part of the bot that like has that like has that archive. And it just kind of mixes it in with other, with randomly generated coordinates that people uh like that it, it finds for other people. So it's like you're never sure. It's sort of like a Russian roulette. You're never sure what you're gonna get. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, and I could just like that's something definitely from the dark web. <laughs> uh, like that's some kind of like weird like dark web ploy or plot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I uh. That that is definitely. I'm sure that is a creepypasta or a Reddit no sleep story about like rando nodding. Honestly, we've read a story like that. Yeah, where it was a it was a video game Wasn't one that? actually where Pale Luna. Yeah, yeah, where it's like a um, one of those old um, like go east, you go east, or go north, pick up pick up rope, pick up shovel. <laughs> yeah, text based adventure um, game. 
but at the yeah, end and, location was a real location and you went there and there was bad things. Yeah, there was a yeah, there was a there was there's bad times at the end of that. There's spoilers there. Uh yeah. Just multiple um rear wings of cars just left in the forest. It's horrible. Y- yes. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> Um, but sorry, I, I I've been meandering too far down the in the forest of of ideas from the story. <laughs> I, I will move on. Mm-hmm. I'll move back. Move back to the path way. <laughs> um. So here's my next thing here. Um. All right, here's my next quote. Um, what struck me as odd was that much of the art I saw resembled the art of evolution. But one thing unnerved me greatly. The final stage, human beings as we know them, was missing. Did this mean that we were just as mythological to Sasquatch as they were to us? I kind of like this idea. <laughs> like, it's it's something kind of like out of the Twilight Zone or the Outer Limits. Um and kind of also like plays into our uh, into our in our, our grammar inquisition like theory that we kind of created where it's like she stepped into another reality. Yeah. Like she stepped into the alternate reality where big feet are, are the people and, and people are the big feet. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we are the cryptids of the Bigfoot universe. <laughs> uh, didn't they do a movie called Littlefoot or something like that? That was exactly that. I thought story? Littlefoot was no, no. Uh, I thought, Oh, they didn't, they would never, you know, I thought Littlefoot was, I think you mean like the 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 um oh um no not never any story what's little the land before land time before time there you go <laughs> yeah 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 littlefoot yeah because littlefoot was the main character name yeah. of the dinosaur there uh no there is actually a movie called um little bigfoot I think and I think I thought yeah. it was actually that he his uh it was like the the kid his dad is bigfoot <laughs> I thought that's oh no hang on there's a, there's a 1997 film of little bigfoot which has a bigfoot. Like a like a child Bigfoot, um, taken in by by a family. I I I'll, uh, Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, I was gonna say Harry and the Hendersons, <laughs> but it's hang on. Let me, let me. I gotta look this up. Super important. Yeah. Um, Smallfoot. <laughs> That's what it was called. Very close. It's called Smallfoot. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm pretty sure the plot of it is that like. Hang on, I'm googling it now. A village of yetis lives in isolation at the top of the mountains in the Himalayas, above the clouds and hidden away from sight. Uh, Migo is a yeti who abides by the laws of the ancient stones held by the stonekeepers, the yeti's elder, Migo's father, Dorgal. Okay, it has, I, I, all right. Um, I don't, okay. Yeah, you know what? Actually, you're right, uh, Mikey. It Smallfoot's plot is that uh, that um, uh, the Big Feet find humans and think it's a monster, like find a human out in the mountains of uh, of the Himalayas, and think they are myth because they because the Yetis believe that humans are mythical because they call <laughs> the human a Smallfoot. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. God damn it! That's that's pretty cool. That's nice. Yeah. See, I thought there. there I, I know there was a son of Bigfoot, which is just like a, a, a human child who has who who's a hybrid between a human and a Bigfoot. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. Um. 
but yeah, I, I I thought that was the movie. But there were so many Bigfoot movies like coming out in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Like there's like at least three or four of them uh, all around the same time. So yeah, Smallfoot is the one where it's yeah, Bigfoot is Bigfoot thinks we are the cryptid. So, um, but yeah, like honestly, that that could be something in this one. It was just like a uh, <laughs> I I just I just like that idea because it's it's sort of. It, you see it sometimes in science fiction and horror where like, and, and especially specifically in like things like the twilight zone and our limits where like they reverse the roles, right? Like, um, so I, I think, uh, one of the things I, I remember, some of the, one of the things that came to mind was, uh, I am legend where it's in like a, a post-apocalyptic future where, uh, the main character is the last human on earth as far as he can tell. And everybody else has, has been turned into vampires or like this vampiric like vampiric um uh species uh, or mutation and he slays them or he kills them um and they're it's like he it's all treated like scientifically and stuff like in terms of how they like how they explain all the different like traditions of and all the folklore of vampires but by the end spoilers for like an, a very old uh novel um he's captured by the vampire society which has formed um, since since the uh, since the, uh, the the inception of the vampire species uh, and the fall of humanity, and the main character, the reason why it's called I Am Legend is because the main character, the human, has become the legendary creature to the vampire society. Hey. Like he is the he is like the, the, he is the fabled slayer um, because he he killed so many vampires in his time. Um. So anyway, yeah, kind of I, again. I liked that like one idea that this this one take that the story brought up where it's like it's like perhaps like we are just as mythological to the Sasquatch as they are to us. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> and um actually regarding the Sasquatch, uh cooking a person over an open fire. <laughs> um so I do actually recall in my younger days as a cryptid enthusiast. I'm glad you said enthusiast th- at the end. <laughs> I remember my younger days as a cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> um that like uh I remember reading like accounts and like no- and books on Bigfoot and stuff like that. Um and there are some some legends supposedly linked to Bigfoot in the Northwest that has them as a cannibalistic uh species or even like an individual creature um that hunts and eats people. Mm-hmm. Um so uh Honestly, my my go to for this story as I was reading it, and as soon as we got to the point where like it's a, it's a group of Bigfoot around a campfire that is cooking a person, uh, was either ghouls from Lovecraft, like just mythos mythosing it up, um, or even the Martens kin from the story The Lurking Fear, which has a similarly cannibalistic or carnivorous simian creatures, uh, or has has similarly cannibalistic or carnivorous creatures, um of a simian origin lurking on tempest mountain in the catskills which is a mountain range in new york um and uh yeah i I definitely kind of want to use this idea like like use this this thing sort of the the core of the story which is like just a chance encounter going down a trail maybe mixing it in with my psychic lure idea from earlier for uh, for a game scenario now (laughs) um and I've got two more things here. So starting with the next, the next one here, um, there was no way I could lose 
there's no way I could lose it in the forest. But at least if I made it back to civilization, it would probably flee. After all, what's more dangerous to a beast than a group of intelligent prey? I could see the opening to the path I had entered from, and somehow it was still just barely light outside. I so we we kind of brought this up earlier where like the story does not go into a lot of details <laughs> for this supposed like hike during like hike through a forest. Even more so during the chase scene where she starts running from the creatures, they give chase. She's not sure if she's going to make it. Oop, she made it. <laughs> like literally like it's uh, like she's she's there's it's it's a it's a line. Like there's like, a line break between her wondering if if she can make it to civilization because that'll be her her chance of escaping, and then the next thing is I could see the opening to the path I had entered. Wasn't that like hours away? <laughs> Wonder if I'm ever gonna get out of here. I got out of here. Oh, <laughs> yeah, legitimately. Like ah, oh, God, I hate. Like I feel like near the end of the story, and actually now that I'm thinking about it, most of the story could use could use it. There needs to be more added. Like um, for for this specific example here, like between after all what's more dangerous to a beast than a group of intelligent prey and then between that and i could only i could see the opening to the path we have through a flurry of rushing trees and foliage time went by uh like or like so, like just kind of give like give us give some more elaboration on like how time is going by as you're rushing through the woods like give us some like pitfalls some some ups and downs on your on your escape from the creature and then finally, I saw the opening to the path. Yeah, like just to give us a, more of a sense of time passing as as they flee the scene. Um, hmm. and and honestly, that that goes for like a lot of the story where like when she actually is like going through the uh, the woods and stuff of like that, and like she she describes the 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 lighting mood very well with the uh, the the canopy choking the light through and stuff like that. That's good. But we need a little bit more on like the journey and a little bit more description of the the um, uh, uh, the undergrowth or the uh, the underbrush kind of terrain that she's dealing with, like not just the canopy. Yep. <laughs> There's a whole world beneath the canopy that we're not seeing here because apparently it's too goddamn dark. <laughs> if only she had a flashlight. Wait. <laughs> yeah. If only I had a flashlight. But like just scratching her head with the flashlight yeah. on, it's that? blaring into one of her eyes. <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> uh, and, and my final thing here, um, I don't know if I'm correct, but the human remains roasting over the fire suggest that I am. Is it possible that this strange race is jealous of humanity for its advanced technology? This supposition came out of left town for me. <laughs> I was like, what? I I guess like she came to this because it was freaked out by the car, maybe, like when she like when she first escaped the woods. But it just seemed like a weird random speculation. Yeah. To to go to. Like I'm I'm it honestly the ending of the story was very kind of like eh. <laughs> because she just starts like speculating and and like speculate giving us random speculations now that she's in the safety of her home um and then she she finishes off with one thing's for sure though i'm never going back to that pathway 
oh, I'll never go down that trail again. <laughs> it's like, no shit. <laughs> so you say that, but some people are gluttons for punishment and they will go back and try to get th- that's more. true. Yeah. Or it would be even more interesting if like, like I, I never, I never want to go back to that trail again, but I can't find, but every so often when I've gone down, like when I've gone into the woods, I found myself going like getting closer and closer to the trails that lead to that path. Like, it is some kind of a lure, like again, giving more credence to the whole psychic uh, influence thing that's going on. Yeah. Um, that I that we constructed in this in this discussion, <laughs> but uh, it would it would make more sense, I, I feel anyway. Um, or give more give more credence to like a horror angle of like the inevitability of it. Um, but yeah, the the. the talk about like the species maybe jealous of humanity for its advanced technology kind of came out of nowhere to me and I just didn't really care for it. <laughs> Seemed kind of weird. Well, it's all theorizing um, after yeah. the fact. It's not like she's straight up saying that in the car. Yeah, no, you're true. You're you're absolutely right. It's it's what she's just suddenly like now that she's in the safety of her own home, her mind is now trying to maybe and it could just be like that her mind is just trying to process the weird fucked up thing that she just saw in the woods. Yeah, like think um, about it. And, even us doing yeah. this recording, we listen or sorry, we read this experience that happened, and then we sit down and theorize about what it could have been, like psychic draws or whatever it is. We're all coming up with these outlandish things that are even more outlandish than that. Yeah. I I think I just kind of wish that there was a little bit more like elaboration on or clarification that she's just like at this point i'm just speculating like i don't know like yeah. i'm just trying to process what i just saw one thing is for sure though i'm never going down that trail again yeah <laughs> like having a little bit more um like character development by actually like yeah. getting personality out there is always good yeah um but ultimately that is my actual thoughts so mikey the stands for evil Alright. So let's stay here. Uh my first thought is about the creepiness that happens is that basically she goes into the woods. The canopy is enough to block a lot of light. Yeah. So they Which need a, a flashlight. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then she basically comes across cannibals. Yep. Um, Which again, it, it's it's a cool, creepy. Uh, it's it's a, it's a very common, creepy thing, and good. <laughs> but yeah. Um. Well, the the thing is that she comes across them, and then nothing really happens. She just runs away as quickly as possible, which is the correct way to do things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Again, we could have saved this for November, I suppose. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she just rightfully nopes out. Honestly, I, I was like thinking is like, would she have noped out when she saw the weird carvings in the trees? Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. I would probably continue forward until something bad ha- until I saw something more terrifying. <laughs> so. Yeah. So yeah, and the thing is, for myself, um, I've become sort of desensitized to cannibals. 
because I played a game that is aptly called The Forest. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, which was aptly called The Cannibals. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I mean, it is it is sort of also very well-worn. Um, I hate to call it a trope, but it is basically a horror trope at this point. Like, Cannibals in the Woods. <laughs> Well, they're not going to be living down the street. It's harder to do that. Actually, you say that, but I mean, Ted Bundy uh, did that for years. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, like there's several serial killers that basically did that in the burbs for years before they got caught. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I guess what I'm trying to say is that the. Sasquatch, cannibal, whatever the main creepiness is, it needs to be ramped up. Yeah. Like, yes, we know that it, the creature chases after her, but is it just chasing after her because she's running? Yeah, like, is that like sort of a more animalistic instinct to chase? Or is she like, is it actually like trying to communicate with her? It's like, like we could have the scene where it's like, she's hearing the horrible, like guttural grunts and stuff like that, but it's actually trying to say, wait, come back. Wait, wait it's not what it looks like. <laughs> we were actually investigating an actual, like a human cannibal site. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just a, a big old misunderstanding or like it's maybe it could even be again, going back to the, my, my psychic, uh, my psychic pool. Uh, it could be trying to like attack her like psychically, like to her mind, like to try and like stop her from from running as it's giving chase. So we could have like a psychic battle in her mind. Yeah, I just got the visual of Pasquat. <laughs> Time police. <laughs> Time cops. Oh shit! Do we have to do time? Do we have to do a time watching uh epi- like game at some point? <laughs> We're all Sasquatches. <laughs> I I kind of want to do it, guys. <laughs> what, what time do- Squatch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we we got it. <laughs> we got there. <laughs> time Squatch. <laughs> God damn it! Uh I mean, if you guys want to, I'll run that game. <laughs> That sound nice and silly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I'm gonna make I'm gonna make it horror, but yeah, you guys will be silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's part of the supernatural task force. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of their division. It's yeah, time squatch is one of their divisions. <laughs> it's their time. Di- it's their time division. Yeah. <laughs> the time. Yeah. The, that that's a, actually that's the true nature of Sasquatch. Like we actually like from like legends and stuff. Like, that, like some of the legends where like it they hop between realities and stuff. Yeah. No, they're time travelers. <laughs> That's why you can never find them because as soon as they see that they're about to be caught, they're like, oh shit, and they just jump back or forward through time and they're gone. Yeah, and the reason why the photos and videos are always blurry when they're around is because the time radiation like displaces them and it can't be caught on camera properly. Mm. Makes so much <laughs> So wait, oh my god, I kinda like want to do like like props now for this this game that we we've just like mentioned brought up of like ID cards for the for the different agents, but like all of their like all their photos, like their their facial photos, are just blurry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, that blue smudge there is definitely Todd, mm-hmm. 
And uh, and that red that red blur there is, I mean, that's Steve. Steve, <laughs> Steve the Sasquatch. <laughs> Todd. The, wait, I like how you said Steve. Like when I, I said Todd earlier. Todd is <laughs> like, acceptable as one... a sca- Sasquatch name. <laughs> <laughs> or a scat squash. Yeah. <laughs> like skitty bop. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! We need the sc- it's like scat squatch versus ska squatch. Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going. Uh, sorry, sorry, Mikey. I've we have we have ran off into the woods <laughs> off the trail. You were on. Uh, we'll, we'll come back. Yeah. Uh, so as I was saying, it just needs something extra to make it more creepy, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Uh, two, two, two. And then uh, my next actual thought is that uh, a few years ago, uh, I actually went down a trail that branched off another trail, mm-hmm. and I found nothing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, same. <laughs> Heck, I think you and I. And and gamer have gone down trails like in our area that we've never gone down before. And I mean, there were some cool dark like locate there's some cool dark atmosphere because the trees were really thick. But aside from some like stone walls that were like laid down like hundreds of years ago from like an old like farmstead, we found nothing out of the ordinary. Hence yeah. why we wouldn't write a story about our experience, but someone who did find something weird would. <laughs> That is true. Mm, yes. <laughs> yeah. that, that is true. We didn't go when uh, the Sasquatch were investigating. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Dead body. Clearly. Yeah. When they were, yeah. When they were checking out a dead body. Yeah. yeah when they were investigating, uh, what's that random, random <laughs> node thing? Rando yeah. nodding. Yeah. Oh my God. So the, the time squash <laughs> go after, like, they, they investigate the really, really bad and real, like, creepy. Uh, rando nodding instances like they, that's their division they they go they go back and forward through time to basically investigate rando nodding sites <laughs> makes sense to me wow mm-hmm. um yeah wow i'm just i'm floored <laughs> by the implications <laughs> and that's in a cool not cool that you're done. I mean, cool as in like the stuff you've you've come up with is really cool. Because <laughs> time squad. <laughs> uh, all right, gamer. Okay. So to start out, uh, this is I'm going to start here by listing the things that Nair should slash could have brought with her if she was pre- like truly prepared to take a long trip in the inchar- like uncharted woods that she's never been in. Um, and trying yeah. my best aside from just keep, working out, trying my best to keep hindsight out of this, and just like realistically, mm, yeah. if you're going to go for a long hike, this is probably what you would do. So, in regards to this mm-hmm. quote, the path itself seemed old, and it carried an air of mystery that seemed to lure me in. I remember each time I would walk and catch sight of it, it always seemed to call to me. So, if this path and this location is so alluring to her, like she really has to go, and she's going to like get fit even to go do it and just walk for ages. Why wouldn't you bring a camera? Take pictures of yeah. the place? Because like if you find 
something beautiful over there, you're going to want to take pictures of it so you can see it again. Yep. And in bringing a camera, when you stumble across things like weird carvings in the wood or, you know, Sasquatches, like out in front of an open fire, you could snap a quick picture. And then add it to the in, in fact, the, entry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, you do actually kind of brought up the point of like, there is actually a photo to this story that we, we all ignored yeah. so far. Well, let's talk about it now. It's a picture of the woods. Okay. Yeah, it's literally a picture of the woods with a, with a little uh, like bottom description. is like, you can barely see it, but it leads somewhere. <laughs> Thank you, Captain Obvious. Of course, it leads somewhere. I mean, it could lead nowhere, but yeah, yeah. basically. That, that's good. Well, you can sort of see it. Sorry, go ahead. You, you can sort of see a trail at the bottom left-ish. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah, oh. like you can see like the dirt trail. I, otherwise, I would have thought that maybe that like that kind of brush, like that kind of like, there is sort of like a clear-ish path, like in the trees anyway, like the, where the trees kind of like are on either side of this like um, otherwise like kind of cleared area, except for like a lot of underbrush. But then, yeah, you look down in the corner, there is like sort of a dirt path that goes past that area. So, mm-hmm. also, uh, and honestly, yeah, again, it does remind me of like again any forest with a path with that kind of path in it, like anywhere. So it is kind of relatable in that respect. Also, also um, in regards to like, she sees this path when she goes for walks and wonders where it goes. So she gets like jacked so she can go check it out. What happens if mm-hmm. she like walked into the path and like two minutes later, it just goes to like a sheer cliff. Like, How did she know that it was going to go on for ages to the point that she had to go work out? Yeah. Um, like, I feel like maybe we could have had a bit at the beginning where, like, she looked, she Google mapped the area, so she yep. knows that she's not about to go over a, a cliff. <laughs> Was that in your notes? I'm sorry if I took that. No. Okay. Um, and it would also give credence of like, yeah, you, I, I can't, I couldn't see, I couldn't see the path, but I knew exactly where it was in the wood, like, or like I could see the canopy where it would be under. Um. And it didn't lead to like a, cl- a sheer cliff face, or it didn't lead to any weird like location. As far as I could tell, it just goes on for miles. Yep, that would help. Mm-hmm. And then the next item. Just then, I saw a lumbering figure a few yards away, easily nine feet tall, though I only caught a glimpse. So at that point, that could be any number of wild animals. So bringing like, like a, a gun <laughs> or like bear mace or something to defend yourself would have been smart. Yep. Like, walking for hours and hours in the woods, you know, shit can happen. Especially if you're by yourself. That's another thing. You can bring a person. Another person with you. Yeah. Because if there's two people, it might dissuade some predator from attacking you if there's multiple people there. Yeah. Even if both of you are unarmed. And then, uh, the last one I have in in regards to things to bring. Maybe I could ask them for help finding a way out. I was definitely lost by now, and it was probably dark even outside the woods at this hour. You know, like a compass, a phone, maybe, or like a can of sp- spray paint or something to mark the trail that you walked on to find your way back, like leaving breadcrumbs. That would help you not yep. get lost. Or again, bring mm-hmm. in a friend, because if there's a second person there, that's 
two people that have to forget wh which way they came from. So it'd be easier to keep your lo your location straight, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, for for somebody who claims to hike a lot and like was prepping for this trip, like aside from just getting like ripped and jacked for this mm -hmm. trip, they really were unprepared. There's a flashlight. Definitely mm -hmm. brought a flashlight. Also, your your listing just makes me want to watch Nature Walk again. <laughs> it is pretty neat. It is pretty neat. That's that's pretty neat. That's nature right there. God, it's been so long since we brought that one up. But yeah, if she did bring that stuff, um, she would have a compass bearing to get home. She would have yep. pictures of at least the carvings, maybe even the campfire scene if she didn't uh, freak out too much there. Um, mm -hmm. Well, actually, even the camera, sorry, the camera flashlight or the camera could be the reason why she has to start running from the creatures because like she thought she took the flash off because I've had that happen yeah. a couple of times when I'm out in the woods with a camera. Whereas, like, I had not meant to have the flash go off, but it's just, like, I accidentally had it still set to automatic. So it just immediately goes off because of the, it picks up the, its low-light area. Mm -hmm. So, and also the, the, the click of the, of the camera is pretty audible if you're trying to be quiet. So, yeah. like, that could have basically, like, been, like, the kind of, like, I, I, I pulled up my camera to take a shot because there's no way I was going to leave here without some uh, photo evidence that I, of what I had just seen. And then click or flash and suddenly i was on my i was i was running backward as the creatures uh came at me from uh being alerted to my presence mm -hmm. <laughs> yep and in regards to the gun if she fired the gun at one of them it may have actually mm -hmm. alerted all of them to attack her and got her killed but it also may have yeah, saved her because they like mm -hmm. they ran away from the sound of her car turning on so a gunshot would probably scare the shit out of them and just they would bail. Probably. Yep. <laughs> also, back to the camera for just a second. The flash on the camera could also have been used to elaborate the chase scene even more because the low light area and she's like running for her life from this, these creatures. She might have been quick witted enough to like pull the camera uh, behind her and just start flashing and like stunning them basically for a few seconds more. Oh. Like, give us a bit of a... Again, give us more... Give us anything for that chase scene. I don't know. That's too much, like, movie logic, you know? It's not realistic that you would pull your camera out and start snapping pictures of the thing as you're running. Because you're running for your life. I mean, fair. But at the same time, like, it, it would be a bit of a... It, it's a sort of a... Um, what is it? A, like a, a pull and... A, 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 like a push and pull sort of, like, a give or take sort of situation where it's like, do you want to have this chase scene be fun and exciting for the reader, or do you want it to be realistic? <laughs> like, it can be realistic sort of and fun. Sure, and that, you have to find that balance. Instead of just, I ran away. Nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> I ran away. I didn't know if I was going to make it. Oh, there's my car. Oh, seems I made it. <laughs> Hours later, there's my car. I found it. <laughs> It's you know what oh my god you know what this is this is like Lord of the Rings like or this is like the like Tolkien writing where it's just like and then the fellowship was attacked by a horde of three hundred orcs after they defeated the orcs really <laughs> that, that, that's it Aragon saw a blade of grass which reminded him of a song and then you have ten pages of a song about about is that really how the books are <laughs> some uh, I'm I'm I, it's an over exaggeration but yes kind of <laughs> wow like. Really did so there's some cases well or like there is an entire five per 
five army battle that goes on at the end of the Hobbit that we don't see because Bilbo got knocked out at the beginning, and it and when he and, and when he and then he comes to and the battle is yeah. over. So it's like that kind of like I'm not going to describe what happened because reasons. For some reason, Tolkien didn't really didn't want to didn't want to lay out a uh, a massive fight. Mm-hmm. Wasn't in the budget. Or maybe he was. He might have also been suffering from uh, PTSD from from World War One, which was actually a, a big thing with him. He actually did. Uh, he wrote The Hobbit uh, and uh, I think Lord of the Rings, um, while dealing with like PTSD from the oh, war. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, I digress. Yes. <laughs> so at some point, I don't know the quote of it directly. I could quote it elsewhere. It doesn't matter. Um, she says that like she feels really oh wait, it was in my um grammar. Regardless, she says that she feels really cold even though it's hot out. Why she feel cold and all that? That didn't go anywhere, yeah. by the way. No. Like what even was that? I honestly thought that maybe she like was getting goosebumps because she felt like she was being watched, like that kind of thing, but the way she describes it, it's more sounding like she's literally cold. She it, it's it, yeah, she she's suddenly cold, but nothing, but the world around her isn't cold. So why is she cold? But then that goes nowhere, like yeah. you said. <laughs> I kind of wish that went somewhere or wasn't described at all. Just described as yep. I feel like something's watching me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then in regards to the chase, we kind of talked about it a little bit. I feel she got out of there way too easy. Because yeah. like when her fight or flight kicked in. First off, I don't know how sneaky she would be at that moment where she's like backing away from the campfire. Um, like if they would have heard her and then they all would have chased or something. She might have like back, she might have had enough control to back up quietly and then just it's sort of like that scene that you see in movies or and where like somebody like backs up very, very stealthily for like a few feet and then just runs. Yeah, basically, yeah. Because <laughs> it seemed like the chase started when she got back to the carvings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she stopped at the carvings to catch her breath, and then while she was stopped, she heard footsteps behind, like or like running footsteps behind her, as if and they weren't hers. So that's when she started running again. Yep. Also, um, at this at this point, like uh, when she went to investigate the fire, she was looking for mm-hmm. a way out because she said, "Oh, maybe there's people there that can help me find my way out because I'm lost." Why didn't she just follow the path back if she was lost and wanting to get out? Why continue getting yourself right? more lost? Because the quote was, she was definitely lost by now, is the quote. So, if there's such a slim chance that she... Sorry, there is such a slim chance that she just happened to find the path back without a problem while freaking out. But she did it. She just ran and then immediately, yeah. well, she snuck back and found it and then heard footsteps while she was back on the path and sprinted away. Yeah. I, I also feel like we, we should have, I think we should have had something added where, or like there should have been something added in the story where like it describes her, like the trail, like basically like her losing the trail in the first place. Cause like it's not too hard to get, like it's not too too easy to get lost when you're when you have a dirt trail in behind you and in front of you it's a crappy trail <laughs> you just over. it is a crappy trail well then describe that more make that even more like elusive like make it even more 
um, of an elusive trail to follow. Yeah. So that explains why she's getting lost so easily. It does say um, it's a dirt trail, but it's like almost overgrown. So it's like a very light trail. Yeah. But again, she found it super easy. So who knows? Yeah. It was barely an inconvenience. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and like, speaking of how crappy the trail is, when she was running away, she parkoured the shit out of that path. If it's as <laughs> shitty as she says it is, like hopping over logs and running up hills and peeking out of the way of branches. Where was that in the writing? <laughs> it said climb, sir. <laughs> I want that more in writing. Uh-huh. <laughs> like legitimately, I want to read that. Like that would be, that sounds fun. Like that sounds like a fun read. It is, <laughs> like, and that's or... how I'm saying. Like you can make it realistic and fun by describing what's going on in the chase instead of just I ran away. Yeah. That being said, like she ran all that without even stumbling because it wasn't even described. Like adrenaline, I get it. It's a hell of a drug. That yeah. might be why. Especially since the story is being written post the, uh, like, she escaped and to tell the tale and to write the story. So she's had some time to, like, settle in. She's like, maybe she could recall a little bit more about her chase a little bit. Mm-hmm. Other than it's all, a, even just, I'd even be fine with, like, it was just a blur of trees and, and foliage as, as I ran, like, for, for hours. I was about <laughs> to say that. Yep, I agree. Although, like, in regards to her running around and all that, I do like that her being in good shape was used not just for the fact that she could make the walk, but also for the escape. Yeah. As like a dual purpose kind of deal. Mm-hmm. And then um, my last note, in reg- it's in regards to Bigfoot. Yes, there are many reported sightings of such things, but did you ever think that they haven't been collected by scientists and researched <laughs> because so few have lived to tell about them? That's what it says like near the end, right? Yeah. And to that, I'm like, I'm sure in this case, they kill a lot of random people, sure. But if the government wanted them for research, they'd just send in a bunch of dudes with guns and tranks to capture or kill them for study. They would just do it. Like Between tranks, tasers, and bullets, these scientists would get their data. Whether or not the government would release that data to the public, that's hard to say. But for all we know, in this world of the story, they've already got their data on them, and they're just leaving them alone. And she's just yeah. stumbling into them. Yeah. Or they, or they're, they're like, cause I mean, the government's not omniscient, but like it would be easy, possible. Like, yeah, maybe the government's maybe aware of them and has like, has some, like some, some of their own data for it and stuff uh, that they're just not going to share, obviously, like you're saying, but also like, this could just be a, um, a group of them that the government hasn't found yet. <laughs> Like just hidden oh, away yeah, in the possible, woods, right? Because yeah. like, like the yeah, ones that they like, do find, they kill or capture. But yeah. this group, they haven't yet. Yeah, yeah. Because again, like, there, North America is a big place, <laughs> and our our again, you think about uh, I think of like the uh, the missing four one one cases, like just people in general go missing into the woods for rent for all kinds of reasons and are never found again. Or are found in very strange circumstances that we can't explain, and like those those cases have like massive search parties that look for them for miles and miles and cannot find them mm-hmm. after they go missing from after they go missing after like six minutes, <laughs> yeah, from their from their initial party or like within the within the first like twenty four hours they 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 search the entire area that a person could humanly 
travel around and find nothing. And then they find them like weeks later, like the body somewhere it should never have been. So it's like, yeah, the like I, I'm partially with you on like, oh yeah, the government, if they, they wanted them, they could find them. At the same time though, like the government's not omniscient and they're not looking for like, they're, they're not maybe specifically looking or they don't have the, the budget to look into all this, <laughs> but yeah, that's fair. That is the end of my notes though. Okay. Uh, then on to the final thoughts. So, um, honestly, my, my, my recommendation hasn't really changed. I still, uh, I, I got, it, it got some neat little bits in there here and there. Um, and the basic plot I would definitely utilize for a game scenario, um, combined with some of the stuff we've talked about in this episode. Um, like time squatch is definitely going to happen. <laughs> um, but the story felt a bit lacking um, for most of it for me. <laughs> uh, like I feel there was so much more that could be could have been added or elaborated on to make this a much fuller experience than just this. Nair wanted to go into the uh, wanted to go down this trail. She uh, she had um, spent months training to go down to. She went down that trail, found some carvings, found a light, found Bigfoot eating people, ran from Bigfoot eating people, got to her car, escaped Bigfoot, got home. The way that Finn. you say that sounds like his last name is eating people. His name is Bigfoot eating people. Like, that's his last name. It was a one-eyed... <laughs> it, it was a two-foot... Uh, I, I'm trying. I was trying to do the people eater thing because it's like, uh, anyway. Sorry. Um, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> it does sound fine. like a surname. I'm sure, it's hilarious. Yeah. No. It, it sounds like it sounds like a surname. Yes. <laughs> Bigfoot people. He's, his name is Mister People Eater, mm-hmm. or Mister uh, or Mister Eating People. <laughs> yep. Um. But uh, yeah. I I just felt like there needed to be more to the story um, than was provided. So I'm. I'm actually like good, like, yeah, low, 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 ver- very low partial recommendation for like just the I- the core idea of the story is 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 solid, but I'm not recommending this story um, otherwise because there's just not enough here for me. Um, so yeah, that's my recommendation. Mikey, the East Ends for Evil. What say you? Um, well. With uh, Time Squatch being part of the Supernatural Task Force, this is a 100% recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, in all seriousness, um, as we've pointed out, there needs to be more detail. And in my opinion, the creepy Task Watch needs to be doing something more creepy than just being there. Eating people and, isn't creepy enough to you? Well, we don't actually see them eating on camera. <laughs> yeah, we need happen. we need detail. We need we need some graphic details. Like I want some visceral horror here where like their muzzles are just coated in blood and viscera. And like they they're like gibbering to each other and spitting out marrow and, and bone chips as they talk to each other. Like I want I want some gruesome details if, if this is gonna be a goddamn cannibal horror story. <laughs> yeah, something to elevate the creepiness 
is what it needs. Yeah, you can't uh, just say, yeah, I mean, again, insinuate, sometimes insinuating a horror thing is good, but I, th- I think honestly, for, uh, from, from this point of view, from this point, uh, from this point with us, we've read a bunch of cannibal stories. <laughs> so it was like, you gotta kind of, at this point, kinda, <laughs> I don't know what that says about us, but <laughs> it means we're desensitized. Yeah. Like Mikey was saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So with that, I can't recommend this. Still. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. Uh for me, I mean like after talking about all this, like, yeah, there are a lot of problems and problems are bugging me more more than I'm talking about them. <laughs> but the story when I read it, it read pretty well, honestly. Like when I first went through it, just mm-hmm. as Nair didn't stumble one bit escaping the Sasquatch, I didn't really stumble through the read either. It went pretty clean. Yeah. Problems being, I did find that she got out of the bad situation way too easy. Um she could have been more prepared for it for sure. Preparation makes sense because of how much she's been wanting to check this place out, how much she's already a hiking enthusiast, and like the struggle to get out of there makes sense because she's lost and all that. But and if she had all the gear, she wouldn't be as lost. But that should be described how much harder it is because she didn't know where she was and all that. So there is a lot of problems with her being underprepared for this and like her noping out that's great that's what you should do whether or not she should have noped out earlier probably she even says in the story i probably should have left earlier this was dumb but i continued um which i kind of liked but through what we've said there's a lot of problems with this and overall i'll give it like a low partial i, I still liked the read that's the thing. The read didn't piss me off. I just, I wish it was described more. Specifically, like, as Colt has said, the trail itself needs to be described more. It is the main reason that you're out there. You're not, Nair isn't out there to find Sasquatch. So, why is only Sasquatch described, basically? Like, as dull as it would be, the whole trail walking between the start of the new trail and to the carvings a lot of that should be described. Like even stupid little things like there's a bird nest up there. You know, there's a, there's a tree down here and there's, there's an, uh, I'm going over some rocks. Yeah. Over there. There's a, I can see a little bit of a, a lake and there's beavers putting a dam together. Like as dull as that stuff is, it's world building. And it gives you a visualization of this trail, which is the reason she's doing all this. Yeah. Like this is, this is the, um, sort of example of like, it's not always about the destination. It's about the journey as well. For sure. Yeah. So, yeah. So describe it all, bring a camera and not make it. So you don't get out of the situation way too easy. Cause that's less yeah. fun. Like set up the obstacles like um, ahead of time and make them like kind of banal at first. But then when she's having to run past them again, suddenly they become like, they're not just like annoying things that she has to like, like get across like on her normal hike. Now she has to actually like ru- like rush over them, or she has to like leap o- leap over or get under them. Yeah. 
So basically all the, like, as you're saying, all these random things that are just nice become straight up hazards and yeah. have half of them actually hinder her. And like she trips and like, but the Sasquatch is right behind her and it didn't trip. So it just flew past her. So then he had, she has to like flank around him or something. There's a million ways you can do it. So the potential of this is really good. That's why I'm going to actually leave it at a partial because I like the potential of it. It's just, it needs a little bit of work in my opinion. Fair and in our opinion, I guess, because <laughs> everyone's kind of saying the same thing in a way. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, honestly, yeah, it sounds like um partial recommendation at best for any of us. Yeah. Um and really just for like like the core concept of the of the story and like the the execution though was pretty lacking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted. Whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr, uh, we're all on Twitter. Uh, Mikey is at the E stands for evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W at the end, because his name is very long. Yeah, it's got to be, though. Yeah. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, you can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also leave us suggestions for other creepypastas, SCPs, spooky things. You creep it, we'll peep it. Yeah! And if you'd like to help support our show financially, you can go to Patreon. Look up Aldente Rigamortis and select the package here you'd like to support us at. We have $2 and $5 tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. To our patrons that are helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay. And as always, we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners and the authors of these stories, thank you immensely. Because without your listenership, it would be like screaming into the void. And without your stories that you you write and post online uh, for the for the wider internet to see, we really wouldn't have much of a show because we'd have nothing to talk about. Like this story, I feel like we were kind of we were pretty hard on, but at the same time, it's because we saw the potential in it, and we there was a lot there. There was some stuff here that we could take from. It's just. Mm-hmm. it came up lacking in, in terms of some of its execution. So, Yeah, and there's been stories in the past where we say that we we like the, the premise of it and it just needs to be flushed out. For sure. And again, that's the same with this. But even more so with this, because I really did enjoy the story. And like, because I was seeing it in, I don't know why I'm going back into final thoughts, but regardless, <laughs> I, I'm We're... the way I saw it as, is yeah. as a good... Um, like mundane, I say mundane because it's a Sasquatch, but mundane horror story that could be very realistic and um, have good immersion in it. That's why yeah. I really dug the story and the way it went. I get you. Like, to be fair, like, this could have been on, like, if this wasn't on Wiki, this could have been on, like, one of those uh, Bigfoot encounter um, websites that we we pulled from, like, last year when we when I grabbed that uh, the Cowman story from. Mm-hmm. Like this could have easily been a, on one of those stories. Like it's not like there. We added in a lot of the supernatural stuff that we were like speculating and like theorizing while we were talking this, talking about the story. But the story itself that's presented is very mundane and very or very banal, aside from the fact that she trips onto a Bigfoot uh, cult or like a Bigfoot cannibal feast yeah. or a Bigfoot feast. So a big feast. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, like that's. It, it honestly sounds like it could have been from someone like who happened to happen upon this thing and escaped with their life and was able to tell the tale after. So, um, 
but yeah, regardless of that, like, yeah, thank you for for writing this and sharing it online because we got a pretty decent discussion out of it. So you made us talk. Thank you. <laughs> um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Al Dente Rigamortis. Sleep well.